Welcome to Amuna is our future with Summer Loving. I don't know if it means anything to you guys. Summer Loving. Summer Loving. I don't know if that rings any bells. But the main point of Summer Loving is to tune in to the, the love that we have from the Torah, the love that we have from Hashem Yisbarach, our Creator, the love we have right now in our studio in Jerusalem. Thank God that we are here, Bahava, with love. It's a very deep, profound love. Ritzufahava, beautiful song from Yishai Rebo. And there's many other ways of connecting into the Ahava, the love between us, the Loving All People campaign that we're still, thank God, aware of. We have Shalom from Germany, exactly. We've got the love from Germany, we've got love from global Amuna campaigns that's going on, thank God, weekly. And we have a big love, as you can see from the cover photo from YouTube, that we had the pleasure of Rudy Rochman in the house. It was amazing class. Activism with truth, that was the focus. And I hope all of you have checked out the class. If you haven't, if you wonderful people haven't watched the class on Sunday, go watch it after this class. I'm not going to be too long hopefully less than 30 minutes. And the goal of this class is once again, is to strengthen our connection to God, can strengthen our connection to ourself, to have more understanding and love of ourselves, because we can't love other people unless we learn to love ourselves. And please God, this class will be going up on our breslev.com website. I was happy to post today. The Nissen Black's awesome visit the week before is already up on our website, Brezlev.com, go check it out. The Nissan Black cast with myself. Please God, with Dinel, God is making a recovery and he'll be back in the studio, we hope, this Sunday. We're still yet to confirm the guests or the special guest. Looking very likely, Nissan Black is working on speaking to Amari Stodmeyer. We hope he'll be able to make it. If he's listening now, we'd love to have you, Amari. Um, if not, we also have another option as well. We're going to reach out hopefully to the Chaim OG at some one of these next few weeks, if not this week. And then we have some other wonderful people around who want to join us. And it's just a matter of coordinating. Thank God there's so many amazing people. I had a pleasure to speak with a wonderful year yesterday, Moshe Gersht. Going to try to be helping him a little bit, get out there a bit more in terms. Of, he's already, thank God, got a good following, but we want to just help with the unity bookings, make sure that people are getting opportunities to reach communities in person. Obviously the biggest feeler is, and we're sitting right now in Rav Shalom Morish's wonderful studio, that we want Rav Shalom Morish to have a full refuel Shalom Shalom Ben Yemna, join us again in our English weekly class, but even more importantly, not only should he have a full refuel and be able to speak with full energy and strength like we will remember a few months before, that he should also be able to go on tour in person so we can connect in person. The hope is, well, we're still planning on a tour in November, end of October, beginning of November, to hit up uh, Monty and Boston, uh, not Boston, in uh, Brooklyn, excuse me, Monty and Brooklyn, just keep it localized so the Rav, uh, even if he has a full recovery, but not to push it, not to travel like we do in the past to many, many locations. And now then we'll be up to you guys to make the trip to New York if you're not in New York. And uh, that's us being real and going with the flow. So everyone out there who's joining us now, you give us your feedback, make us feel the love, give us the opportunities to feel that we're, thank God, praying for Ravorish. Let's, let's make it happen. They should have a full recovery because it's all possible. I've seen it happen before with him when he had an issue of his speech. And I already mentioned here that he had a full recovery over Rosh Hashanah and Uman. What's going to be this year? Who knows? We'll put up our hands in the air and we ask. So let's go now into our class. We spoke about last week about the end of days. How are we going to 
process these end of days. Yeah, I, the YouTube was funky last week. So, everything's the way it should be. We even have the website team. So, with every challenge, like last week's challenges and the end of days challenges, you can feel sometimes a bit overwhelmed. But I was to, very, very inspired by Rudy Rochman's appearance because he's someone who's been in prison for his mission. He's someone who's, thank God, being able to stand up and and discuss in a in a gentleman in a in a very polite, proper way to all kinds of people. People who even hate the Jewish people, like Nazis and and all kinds of anti-Semites, and even people self-hating Jews. And there, and then there's always that you know all these kind of people that Hashem should protect us from. So how do we tune into the love energy? So as we said already, one of the things I felt sitting next to Rudy is one, a lot of self-love, but in a healthy way, because we it's brought down from a Sodic. You, you can't really like have a Muna and Hashem unless you have a Muna in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And that is something which he was blessed with at a very young age to get a clear picture of what his mission is and develop that and evolve that from a young age. Personally, I felt like I only really woke up around 18, 19 to really understand I have more to myself than, and it's still, you know, a process in works. And thank God, tuning into the United Souls concept the last few years with Amuna tour and Amuna classes that we're doing here with Rav Oresh and being around the Sadiq Rav Oresh and also all my other Rebbeim and all the years of, thank God, of self-work and having a soulmate like my wife, who's, thank God, always pushing me to grow. We have the opportunity to hopefully come to a level of, of belief in our, in our mission and that goes together with loving oneself. And then we can really get into the summer loving. Now, the, the world tricks us and thinks, like the Grease movie that I was singing at the beginning, Summer Loving, it's about you know how cute the person is or the physical attraction. And there's a lot of that focus nowadays in the world. And we know, without me going into it, how much that can unfortunately lead to like a Johnny Depp kind of situation with Amber and need I say more. But there's plenty of, of examples and role models in the wrong way. I'm not saying that Johnny was wrong, but just the overall end of story. And people like you and me can work out already with common sense that there's a better path of marriage and relationships that's available, especially when you're learning the Torah, we're joining each other weekly and touching base with some values and goals in our relationship. I have thank God my relationship podcast. There's always the links below in the description. You can check it out. The latest one wasn't that long ago. And thank God we discuss some really important things with my wife and myself. So you can hear both sides of the story, not just my one-sided opinion, but hopefully the, the goal is in all relationships to come to that unified approach. That's the 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 hope that we have. And I just had a meeting here yesterday with some people that ran a podcast who have, thank God, um, opened up the doors to have a conversation about the Garden of Sholem. And it definitely is agreed, the Garden of Peace, that we need to everyone's in agreement, including here, that we need to revise the book. So anyone who has it, we hopefully at some point will have a new edition. I'm not the one who's unfortunately in charge of that, otherwise we'll get it done now. But um, we're going to have to wait, but everyone can pray. I ask everyone to pray that a new edition of the Garden of Peace should come out, revised um, and clarified, so everyone can get the full benefit, even though someone like Nissen Black would say that the book's awesome as is, and he's grown so much from it, it's helped his marriage, and there's many other followers of Ravosh who, who hold of the book. But we want this class to be received by a larger sphere of influence than we're doing right now. And part of that will be to update the message. So that includes some of the books that were written a while back. We need to update 
the way they've been put out there so that it's more universal and more acceptable. And that's something I'm going to put some energy into in the next few days of pushing Rav Dain Elgrad and the Rav and the, fam- the Irish family to make it happen. But once again, you guys got to pray. You got to want it. But put pressure from outside. You know, you want a new edition of the Garden of Peace. It's such an important part of our journey. And also, we've hopefully been putting out uh, not just a pamphlet of loving everyone, but also the concept of it's not enough just to love everyone. We've got to get to the next level of putting it into writing and and bringing it into everyone's home. This concept through a proper book, organize the teachings of Rav Oresh. So And once again, hopefully it'll be done clearly. We have to pray the translator gets the concept. And everyone out there who's listening, I don't know, Facebook just went whoop. So I don't know if that was my side. You guys give feedback. Hopefully everyone's tuning in. The concepts of loving yourself and loving others and having a summer ahead, a healthy summer, a loving experience. So right now in the Torah, let's, let's turn to the Torah. What does it say there? So last week's Pasha for us was Koirach. And for you guys this week in the rest of the world, outside of Eretz Israel, outside of Yushalayim, and outside of the Holy Land is Koirach. You're going to continue this week with Koirach. And hopefully at some point, I think we're meeting Matas Masai, which is only a few Pashas away. Um, amazing how time's flying. Also this week, Rosh Chodesh Tamas as well. It's the new month. We're going out of Machina Yehuda, the camp of Yehuda. We're entering into the camp of Ruven, the Chodesh of Ruven. Ruven is Chodesh Tamas. Ruven, see my son. And it's, that's the concept of Ruven, the idea of being able to work on your how you view things, your outlook. That's one of the sins of the Miraglim. They didn't view things right, so we've got to fix that. And that was Pasha Shlach Lecha. All these Pashas are connected into the Zman as well, into the time of year. So Koirach, we see that the idea of being behind a Sadiq and getting rid of the Machlokas, that's something like, as I'm saying with the podcast, we're trying to help people get more clarity. We're open to conversation. Anyone out there has issues of anything we're talking about or teaching, please email me or give feedback. We're not trying to, God forbid, hide anything. We're trying to be very transparent and make sure the teachings are clear and relatable and real. That's why we have such a range of guests, because through all the different kinds of souls that are coming into us, United Souls, that's something where the personal message that I'm bringing, that we're trying to bring all these special souls to uh, to experience wisdom in a, in a fuller way. And the way it comes out is by us coming together and joining and experiencing that. Okay, Facebook, I'm not seeing enough interaction. Where are you guys? Okay, so let's go. So now we're holding right now Thank God in Pasha's Chukas for us in the Holy Land. Chukas, we know, is, is gives us humility because we realize that the Torah and the wisdom is something which is from Chochmah Elion. It's from a very high place. So we, that humility helps us. I mean, the whole science world and, and business world and everything is now in a state of flux. And honestly, the only answer, in my opinion, is to come to some levels of humility, to realize they don't know everything, mental well-being of the world is in flux you know people are struggling emotionally and there's going to be a, a big need for as i was speaking to one of my friends today health professionals are a massive demand and he's his therapy is packed up and i'm sure many other therapists and interestingly i will be actually speaking to, again to dr epstein tomorrow who who came here as one of our previous classes and having a discussion with him how we can help with that and as I mentioned, Moshe Gersh about bringing spiritual alignment that will help people come to a better state of mind. But this all comes with us realizing, and it's the same with the addiction world, that we need help, that we, we need that extra heavenly help. And chukas is a concept, that purity that comes with the paraduma. And hopefully anyone who tunes in for next week as well can come back to this class and get these concepts. But the idea is that, you know, 
it's relevant, the Pasha, right now for everybody because the summer months comes. Not only does it come with the ability to have a chofish or a vacation, as they say in the world, or holiday, whichever uh, dialect you use to describe it. Everyone needs a little bit of a break. And that's why in the Shiva world, for example, they have Benazman, the time between this money and between the summer's man and Elo's man. There's this break time. But first, we have to have the three weeks, which we hope this year will be when a hafach will be turned around. That's the concept of Chav Gimel. When I was in Amsterdam last week, and once again, thank you for praying because it was an amazing experience. And that's going to be connected to what we're talking about, loving, you know, the whole summer loving. So thank God I was at a wedding and I saw there the connection between two beautiful souls, one of my best friends and a soul. I'm not going to say their names or any description about them. I want to keep private. But thank God the music that I was able to put up on at Unity Inspires Projects on my Instagram, you get to see their eight and cats forming together with his band, together with Alex Clare, together with the Shira Choir. And it was awesome. And Aiton Katz also performed with Roy Zakai and Ofer Ronane, two Spanish guitars, guitarists we brought special from Madrid, I believe. And they are Israeli. So they have that Jewish knowledge as well in terms of the music. And it was very, very uplifting, all the music that night. So we've been able to, to witness this beautiful shul in Amsterdam Portuguese show and also the continuation from the Tish room all the way through the wedding it was just beyond and then to be at the actual wedding and see all these bands perform together on one stage to hear the choir singing a Hasidic choir the Shira choir just by themselves is awesome and then to see it together with such a talented Lishma we had him here Aiton Katz we've had him in the studio had the blessing to have Aiton Katz when he lived here for a Tukufa for a time period and it was awesome and that love you feel at the wedding through the music that is generated and through all the 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 prayer service, we prayed min, chumar, all the different things, the aspects of the meaning the, of the of the wedding, the beautiful moments together, seeing all these friends and family and being able to see these two souls come together in all the different aspects. I was the, the uh, aide, I was the witness. So I got to be with the Hassan Kala all the way till they got to the Yichud, the, the room of unification, let's call it. Yichud sounds better that way. The room of unification where these two souls went together. So we, I had to be an aide and witness that they were there uh, all the way from the signing of the Kasuba all the way through through the chuppah with the ring, all the different aspects, all the unifications that take place between a man and woman. This loving experience that that's available for all human race, the whole world has an opportunity to find their soulmate, to have true relationships. Once again, it goes together with a value system. It goes together. Thank God, there's there's rabbonim, there's people who come to make sure the service is done correctly and there's the witnesses and there's the whole experience of family and friends and being able to build a life together with that kind of support network and not to just think like this world is whatever and just you know it's just this animal instinct of of releasing and getting your needs met all that kind of false love that we have to the it's called uh have a solus like this false kind of shaker love that you know it even though if you would understand what it says in the Svarim, the our holy books, Moranayim, and these are delicate subjects, but the concept of Ahava, of love, if you trace it between man and woman and trace it back, it's actually a chesed. It's a chesed, it says by, even if a man was with his sister, still the Torah calls it chesed, even though it's forbidden, 
but the concept is a is it's a kindness it's a connection it's it's knowing someone else in a deep intimate way but obviously it has to be done in the right time right way and that was the beauty of last week we see at a wedding you see the the kedushin that's one of the reasons why it's called kedushin and the suin it has a holiness and it has a unification it's an amazing amazing experience and all of us have the power to tune in thank god in a real way and it's just up to us to develop the vessel the the uh, once again this is where hookers comes in this week's partial to realize that there's wisdom beyond the torah all the mitzvahs of the torah have a connection to the hookahs to the torah that the idea that that we have not the full understanding of what a mitzvah is we're not fully clear of the holiness and the power of the mitzvah and what's the reasoning behind it even though we do have reasoning we do have some sort of clarification of what a mitzvah is but it's still only ma'ain it's only a little bit of really the depth and if, if a mitzvah is eternal every mitzvah we do is eternal every word of torah we learn is eternal and it's becoming one with the creator himself so obviously then it's deeply and infinitely profound and that and the effects and the power and the impact so since we're not able to see all these spiritual effects that are going on and we mum in we believe through experience or knowledge yeah and we know in a deep way that this is what's going on and we're doing a mitzvah but we don't know it fully but we know on our, on our soul level and we understand it through what the torah does reveal in our generation and rem- remember when mashiach comes the messiah comes to talk about last in the end of days we're very close to that so there's is slowly now a bit more of a revelation of how profound mitzvahs are like people could tell you story after story of how a mitzvah saved someone's life or a mitzvah awoken a soul like we know Chabad always going around putting tefillin on people like we had Rudy in the studio the other day putting tefillin on himself the idea the power of a mitzvah that's what kept him alive in the prison those three weeks kept him focused on his mission one of the no, it wasn't just amazing mindset but he also had a pair of tefillin there that kept binding them to Hashem every day and reminding them what their mission was and that's the idea the power of a mitzvah the power of sitzis to protect us from sin for those who had not so long ago we had the Pasha the power of to remind ourselves that you know we're surrounded all the Dalit confos the four corners of our being and the four corners of the world has sanctity has a mitzvah has a purpose and to realize that you know i read a beautiful story from the chabad rebbe and we'll, we'll share it now that if you go to each sitzit there's eight strings that come out of the five knots and the eight strings if you times them by four is the numerical value of 32 eight times four is 32 correct Yes, anyone out there? Yeah, you can you can comment. It's all right. It's cool. It's very important to get feedback. So if the 32 is is the numerical value of lave of heart, you can all give a heart. Yeah, the idea of a heart. So 32 is heart lave. Yeah, lave is the heart is connected to the idea of Nesiva Sholem, of Nesiva Chochmah, the 32 levels of wisdom, the knowing heart, the heart level is, is the key to everything. We have to have a healthy heart. And, and Rahman Ali, boy, Hashem himself wants our heart. He wants us to have a relationship with him. He wants us to talk to him, he wants us to connect with him. This is part of what we're working on together, weekly and growing and learning and steiging and, and developing that heart level. When we're praying to Hashem, doing a spodas, we're cleaning away the heart level. In this week's Pasha, in, in Eretz Yisrael, Chukas, they are one of the beautiful concepts is and especially in the Torah is Hashem is going to pour upon us my Torah is going to purify our hearts They'll give us a lev chadash a new heart and this heart 32 said the Babich Rebbe so it comes this year to meet with the Babich Rebbe and you have to understand there's a whole backstory we'll just say it very very quickly the Babich Rebbe is his yacht site's also next 
um, I think, is it the Shabbos? Yeah, I think it's the Shabbos. 120 years he's been alive, or was alive. Yeah, 120 years. <laughs> it depends who you hold like. We hold, generally, I mean, we hold that he was passed away. Gimel Town is a very sad day. But at the same time, personally, I've had dreams about him on that night. And uh, he's still affecting us. His legacy lives on for his students. So we'll say Zatzal, Zekasalak Bocha, his Gimel Tamas is Shabbos. So we have a mind of who's in this this time period, as well as other Siddiquim, like we'll talk about hopefully coming weeks. But the concept of the Lubavitcher Rebbe with the Sitzes, so the story goes like this. This is the backstory. There was a father who came to Eretz Yisrael um, to meet him with his son, who'd already moved here and was making, uh, in America, excuse me, he came to America from Eretz Israel, who was making a business in America, and he was nothing to do with Chabad, no connection at all, but they had to go down to Houston for an operation. And this father, who come all the way from Israel, obviously was very nervous, you know, he's, he's a from person, a religious person, and he wanted to keep Kashra and have Yiddishkeit, have a place to pray, and all those good things, and he's coming to Houston, yeah? Yeah, Houston, we have landed, yeah, famous thing. So he was in Houston, I've been there with the, with the Rav Bokhshem, beautiful place. And at that time, this was in the 60s, the Judaism was a little bit like sparse, but there was Chabad, thank God. They didn't know how amazing Chabad was because they had no connection to Chabad at that time. It wasn't like now, everyone knows who Chabad is. In the 60s still was, you know, a growing phenomenon and still unknown generally. So suddenly comes this father and son. They need the hospitality of Judaism. And there it is, Chabadinic. And not only does he help them with a place to pray, but he helps them food-wise. He makes sure there's kosher food in the hospital. The whole process, he does the whole kadu, And it's amazing impression on these two people, the father and son. Anyway, that's the, I think the son's name was Yaakov. So Yaakov goes back to where he lives in New York, has once again a connection to the Rebbe or Chabad, but his father was very moved and says, I want you to go to the Rebbe and thank him personally for what we experienced in Houston because it was the Rebbe who sent the Shliach, this agent of the Rebbe, to Houston. So there we are. He goes back to New York and forgets about it. He's busy with business. And he tries, suddenly remembers his father-in-law, phones him up, says, you've got to do what I ask. I asked you, and it's really important that we show across the top, and the best way is to go to the Rebbe, so that he knows how amazing his shliach is in Houston, so you've got to get an appointment. Anyway, so he phones up the Gabbais, he goes into 770s, what, how, how, what a to-do it is to get a meeting at that time, even then, and so it means late night meeting, and a few months later, so he decides, you know what, I'll just write a letter. So he writes a letter to the Rebbe, thanking him for everything they did in Houston, and how impressed they were, and how amazing the shliach, the uh, Chabad uh, agent there was of the Rebbe, so very, that was it. Uh, okay, forgets about it, gets back to business. Anyway, his father phones him up again and said, did you go to the Rebbe? He says, yeah, yeah, I, sort of, yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, I sent him a letter, but, you know, no, you have to go see, uh, he, okay, uh, well, you know, and then shortly after his father, uh, in, uh, maybe it's his father-in-law, I'm not sure, passes away, and in his savar, he writes after, it's actually not a savar, but a letter that he wrote to his father uh, that comes in the post to his son and son-in-law, son, Yaakov, he gets the letter, and he opens up the letter, and at the bottom of the letter, he has a P.S., the last words he ever wrote or said to his son, as well as one of the last phone calls. It says that, go to the Babacher Rebbe. I don't just want a letter. I need you to go there and thank him personally. 
Okay, so now this is like as if he's like receiving a message from his father on his deathbed. So he's not going to just ignore it. He goes to the Chabad, one of the Chabad Geboim uh, from the Rebbe at that time in the 60s, and he asks him and says, I want a meeting with the Rebbe. He says, yeah, I remember you came a while back and I told you how you do it. So was, he says, well, look, this is a letter and see what it says. It's the last thing he wrote to me about my... Uh, you know, the need to come thank you and have appreciation for your shir. And this is from my father or father-in-law, I don't remember which one, father on his deathbed. And I need to, you know, live live what he asked me. I can't just ignore it. And I keep forgetting because it's such a to-do. So can you get me in sooner? Says this week, I better get you in. Because the I suppose the Gabbai was impressed by the sincerity of the message from the father. And he was like, all right, let's just get this done. So he gets him appointment. He comes in, this Yaakov to the Rebbe very impressed with the Rebbe and he tells him this Torah I told you just before about the eight strings times four sitzes and that adds up to 32 and that is amazing amazing power there of heart of love and the lave and the then I have to understand the Rebbe when he was speaking to this person Yaakov he was just telling him you know telling him uh, about thanking him for the appreciation and how did he get to the idea of tzitzis? So he just was mentioning, because they were talking about how his father was there for health reasons, that it, the Rebbe suddenly says it's very important you have a healthy heart. And then he tells him this, this Torah about the tzitzis. And then he goes on to talk about some, something else to do with, you know, uh, the, the family and, and, and how much they appreciate and how he'd already read the letter and he remembered the letter. And, you know, the Rebbe was impressive. He, even though he was getting thousands and thousands of letters, he remembered everything, he remembered everyone who spoke to him. So the Shaka was very overwhelmed how amazing um, his memory was and how much he took things seriously. And, and the fact that he said all these profound messages, didn't really know exactly what it was all about. Anyway, to cut a long story short, Yaakov has a heart attack soon after and he's in a situation of you know danger health-wise and he asked his wife to get tell the gabbai that he'd already been in touch with to tell the rebbe that he needs prayers for his heart anyway a message comes back where sits it's and he's like wearing sits no at night where sits it's at night when you go to bed make sure you have this beggar on the sits when you go to sleep and you won't have any heart issues anymore anyway he decides his wife starts you know saying why didn't you think of what the Rebbe told you then and, you know, think into it a little bit more. But anyway, she made sure he was, you know, she cares about her husband, put on the sitsits and the 32 and the heart, the lave, everything became good, had no more heart issues. Anyway, there was one point we had a scare and he realized that night before he forgot to put on the sitsits because as, you know, sleeping sitsits forgot to change and just went to bed in pajamas. And then he realized how powerful the words of the Rebbe was and he put the sitsits back on uh, every night and he lived a long life without any issues. So we see from this story one, the Rebbe's foresight, he knew what biggest picture and that's one of the important things Pasha's correct to realize there's a Sadiq, there's righteous people who will lead us and to have respect and covered for those people and to properly, uh, you know, come to them with this humility to learn. But there's also the concept, the idea of the power of a mitzvah, sitzis. A mitzvah has the power to protect a person. Once again, we don't really understand the full power of a mitzvah. That's one of the messages we get from this story. The power of sitzis to literally give life. If we understand that this world is, is a lavush, a clothing, and the mitzvahs are a clothing of Hashem, as it says in the Tanya, that the, all the energy and power and full and, and you know, gesund, health and foresight and wisdom comes through these mitzvahs and the clarity to better know what to do like what Chabad Reb, uh, Shliach once told me in London so when you go to go work 
Yeah, and every day, like uh, Rudy was saying about the tefillin, how important tefillin are. You put tefillin on, you have four lines here for the shin on one side and three on the other, and that's to match your seven. Who are those seven shin lines representing? Four are representing Imahos, and the three are representing the Avos, the holy mothers and fathers that you're having on your head. Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, Sarah Rechol So you're connecting into that light of Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, Sarah Rechol Rocholeh, the holy forefathers, holy foremothers. And we're connecting that light, and that's bringing us the clarity to go into the world, to go into our life, to bring that energy, the light of the mitzvah, into our everyday, and to be able to shine that. Ki Hashem, you know, that Hashem's calling His name upon you. Yeah, that's also represents Shechina and Shem Shakai. That Hashem's calling His name upon you. The power of mitzvahs. You've been a mezuzah. You got Shem Shakai on the door. The the Shin Daladur. This is the shame of the name of of the Shechina of Hashem's presence. And wherever you go, the presence of Hashem. This eternal force. Just understand, it's eternal. It means it's bigger than all the nuclear missiles in the world. It's bigger than all the money, the billionaires. It's bigger than everything in the world. Just understand the greatness of Hashem and the greatness of Kedush and holiness and the power of mitzvahs and then you have uh, once you think into this this is the the point of the class summer loving then you start to really start to love Hashem because that's why how do you come to the Avasatoria and Avas Hashem how do you come it by learning about it by investigating it by by experiencing the power of Hashem by learning his Torah by learning his so how do you love Am Yisrael, you have to see the greatness, one, of your own soul, so you don't have all these blocks, all these emotional issues that people have nowadays, and all this narcissist vibe, and all this self-centeredness. You get rid of that, you clean yourself, purify your heart, work on yourself, come to love yourself, come to love your mission. Then you can start to really love and see the greatness of another person. With humility, you can see how amazing other people are. That's why all this self-work, when you're in Pasha's Hookers, you see the power of purification, yeah? is within our grasp through learning through growing yeah? as it says in the Torah it's a male it's you have to you have to kill yourself over the Torah and so you have to kill the ego get rid of that ego that's making you divided between people look at it online imagine if people know these these truths that they don't have to constantly protect their ego online it's not about you it's about building a, a bigger mission that's what we were getting from Rudy and hopefully this new guest here is coming this will be a continuation we're seeing there's a certain theme that the divine uh, providence, the Hashgacha Pratis, the flow that we're having in these classes is Hashem bringing down a light through the guests and through the through your following and through your sharing that's bringing us a certain awareness that we can deal with our challenges of our generation and that the summer months at a time of heat and intense hot or desires and, and challenges and right now financially and we spoke about it last week, all the challenges are gone, that we have this ability hopefully to stand strong, to be Chazak, to be aware of our greatness to be aware of our ability to overcome all this not to be weak not to be flimsy not to be uh have a foundation that god forbid is is not built properly so it falls down to realize that every falling is just about teaching us how to get up i was speaking about it with my wife today and we have our weekly meeting and it's so poor chevy poor sadik will come the idea that only can be a sadik so important to understand this you can only become a righteous person a really together role model person if you've fallen you're not going to get there from just growing up that way with the right education and the right background i myself you know i didn't grow up connected to all these concepts i had to go seek them out and learn them and here and there from my own family friends there was role models and some things but i had to go seek further and find the truth yeah strive for truth as it says Rev Desa. seek it out seek out the truth really seek it out don't 
give up until you find it. And there's all these people out there. You know, I heard from the lead singer of Imagine Dragon. He was on uh, Lex Friedman's podcast. Yeah, all these people out there are, are, are looking for truth. Lex is this guy, this singer, I've got his name. Yeah, he's one of the most famous bands in the world right now. He's looking for truth, but who's he coming across? Yeah, the woke religion. I mean, that, they're not going to teach you anything true. Yeah, they're the most confused people there is, except for maybe a little bit in the kudo of compassion that we can all, you know, every human being has a basic, if, if you're normal, has some level of compassion. But there becomes Akhzaris, becomes cruelty. Their compassion turns into cruelness, yeah, because they're confused. And that's our job to revakish, to seek the truth, and to make sure it's known that the world should have an awareness. That's what these classes, one of the big points of what we're doing here, not just me to sit here and fill up of half an hour space of some content. It's to actually make sure that we're growing and applying. As we said that with Rudy, that has to create activism, has to affect our life and our sphere of influence and what we're doing. And we have to be able to be strong. We have to be able to say the message proud and know that we have a purpose, know we have a mission and to not be scared of anything. Loyal of Klaus, the Baal Shem Tov said, yeah, to, and that was his saying from his father to him on his father's deathbed, the Baal Shem Tov's Kisunenu, to remind us, and we had this in Chodesh we're finishing off this month, to take the light of Shavuos, take the light David Melech and Bashem Tov and Rus and all these today because a bring it together this week we've got Yosef Asalik's campaign join together David and Yosef Kisei David Abdecha join together to reveal Hashem's throne to reveal Hashem's presence to reveal Hashem's truth the wonders the power of mitzvahs the power of Torah to reveal it in the world and to bring that clarity that everyone should know Hashem and we should know themselves but who they really are, who their soul is. Learn the language of the soul. Learn to connect to your soul level. Do meditation, do espodidus, learn, pray, daven, do acts of kindness, be more godly in your ways. Connect into these spiritual energies that exist and are true. And all the confusion out there will start to dissipate. All the lack of clarity will, God forbid, uh, Hashem should protect us from it all, that we'll, we will dissipate and disappear. And we'll be able to come to a place. We'll be proud of our of our land, of Eretz Yisrael, of the base of Migdash, what it brings, the light, the clarity, when it comes, the third one comes back to this Mokum and Migdash in Yushalayim. We'll be proud of it. I remind you all, please, to check out all the links in description. Once again, anyone's check out the beautiful wedding I was at. I put up all the music uh, moments, not the the, the Hassan Khan, they'll remain private. But I put up all the music moments up online. You can go check it out. You can any of those artists, any of the speakers, anyone I work with, you're always welcome to reach out and book Baruch Hashem, and most importantly, to connect into MunaLive.com, partner with us, partner with the campaign, send your names to Avorish so he can pray for you on this special day, Yosef Asadik's, uh, his, his special day, his birthday, and this this uh, Yilel Ravi, which is a Wednesday night, Thursday day, Rosh Chodesh Tamas, should be a good Chodesh for everyone, should be a good Shabbos, Shabbos, Chorach or Shabbos Chukas, depending where you are, should be a, a time of renewal with a new month for the new camp of Reuven. Reuven is a camp of Tshuva, time to, to really get in touch with who you are and the greatness of who you are. And please, God, that will bring us all back to return to our true maker and creator and bring the Gulash Lema, the full redemption from Hebrew Amen. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed, everyone.